I don't hate doing laundry. There is a certain satisfaction in making grubby things clean again. But after four loads on the weekend, I was over it. And I also have mixed feelings about learning that there is a growing global movement around washing clothes less. Followers of the low wash or no wash movements say that they're reducing their environmental footprint and extending their clothes life. Is it wise, though? I mean, I know people who wash their pyjamas every day and I know people who change their sheets monthly. How would you feel about washing your clothes less and under what circumstances would you feel that was healthy? Dr. Rebecca, Rebecca Van Amber is an expert in sustainable fashion and a senior lecturer in the School of Fashion and Textiles at RMIT University. Dr. Van Amber, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I feel like this is a really personal question, but do you follow the low wash or no wash movements? It really depends on the item. That is a very good answer. I mean, it feels like a loaded question, doesn't it? Because there's a lot of cultural baggage around hygiene and smells and how we present ourselves to the world. But have we always washed our clothes as much as we do now? Oh, definitely not. You know, you think back, um, especially before the introduction of the domestic washing machine, when people had to wash things by hand, they washed them much less frequent, frequently. And now that, you know, everyone, well, most people have a washing machine in their house. Um, you can do laundry whenever you want, especially if you're working from home, you can just put that load of laundry on. And, you know, so I think people are washing their clothes more often because it's much easier and it's more convenient. Um, but it does absolutely have an impact on our environment. You know, it also helps us feel cleaner and healthier. And there's lots of different, you know, there's a lot of social norms involved as well. Let's talk about the impact on the environment. How bad is it, say, if you're using your sulfate-free liquid and or your detergent and you're using cold water and, and trying your hardest to be kind to the planet? I mean, these things definitely help. But you also have to balance the fact that if you're using cold water, your clothes are not getting as clean. Um, so that's, you know... Yes, it, you know, is it better to wash it on a slightly warmer wash and wash less frequently than wash it more often but constantly using cold water? You know, these are really actually quite complicated choices that probably most of the average consumers are not across making those decisions on a regular basis. Or don't have the time and brain space exactly. to do the research. Yeah. Exactly. Surely there's an arm of a university that's up for doing life cycle uh, impact statements on all our stuff. Well, absolutely. And it, it is really, it's really challenging in the university environment, I must say. Um, technically, I am a scientist. I'm in the field of science. But I'm, you know, in terms of getting research funding, I'm competing against other scientists who are researching things like cancer. And if you're the government and you're choosing whether to fund research into how often we should wash our clothes versus, you know, curing cancer or, or something that, you know, has a very serious health implication, what are you going to choose? So, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Is there a guideline, Rebecca, about how often we should wash things? And again, this comes back to it really depends on the item. So there are certain types of fibres in particular that we don't need to wash very often, wool and silk. Um, and all types of animal fibers are what we call protein fibers. They don't absorb odors as well as other types of fibers. And so as long as they're not actually dirty, um, you know, think soiling and that sort of thing, you really don't need to wash those items as often because they're not going to smell. Okay, so linen, hemp, cotton, all those things. Those are more in the middle. So it's really our, our animal fibers, wool, silk, cashmere, camel, alpaca, anything that comes from an animal, um, are our cellulose fibers, so plant fibers, so our cotton, our hemp, our linen, are kind of in the middle. 
Um, you probably don't need to wash them as often as your polyester, your nylon, your synthetics. They get really stinky. And the other thing is those polyesters and, and synthetic fibers are really used in a lot of sportswear. So think about your gym clothes. Those get really stinky really quickly because of what we're doing. So we're exercising, we're sweating a lot and because of the type of fiber that they're made of. So those types of items need to be washed more frequently. It seems like a design flaw, something that gets really sweaty <laughs> needs to be washed all the time. It's, you know, it's, an, it's a really interesting choice. Design is a big part of it. Um, and certainly, you know, these types of fibers, they're high performing, they're stretchy, um, they make really durable fabrics. So that's the reason that we have them in sportswear. But they do also get really stinky. It's fascinating reading up on your research because uh, it seems to be suggesting that washing things uh, often is bad for the environment. It uses water, it uses power, and it also degrades the clothes over time. Uh, but is it hard to kind of compare apples and oranges if you've got some fabrics that are more durable in the wash but maybe take more energy to make or to to dry or or to dispose of at the end of their life can you work out you know what's best to do in your own household you've just asked a, uh, a question that probably needs about a 30 minute answer and I'm going to try and keep it short for radio um, I would say the average consumer is probably not across that level of decision making and and the other problem is that um, for some of these products, we actually don't fully have all the data. So we don't have a complete picture of how much energy and resources are actually being used to produce them. Um, that's still a huge kind of gap in our current knowledge, especially as we're trying to understand life cycle assessment of clothing products. Um, but it's being used right now in marketing to us, isn't it? I mean, I get a lot of ads in my feed for bamboo things or organic cotton things, and your face just changed when I said bamboo because people are going, oh, well, that's nicer, isn't it? It's a quick generating material, but there's lots of things that go into the life cycle of that product, aren't there? There are, and most of what's being sold as bamboo on the market is not bamboo. It's actually viscose rayon. So um, this is a fiber that is what we call a semi-synthetic. Basically, they're growing the bamboo bamboo, um, they're actually turning it into a cellulose pulp, similar to making paper, and then extruding that as a fiber. It's actually viscose or rayon. It's not a bamboo fiber. Um, and you'll see in the United States right now, there's a lot of legislation around what they can call bamboo and what they can't. And I think Australia will follow suit soon. I have gone down a rabbit hole. Let's get back to <laughs> the low fine. wash and no wash uh, movements. Uh, the, Dr. Rebecca Van Amber, uh, if we're thinking about ways to wash and ways to care for our clothes, what are some ways we can do good in the world? Choose things that last and that maybe don't need so much washing. Absolutely. So definitely natural fibres, you don't have to wash them as often. They don't get as stinky. Um, wool in particular is something that you really don't have to wash very often. It really is very low odour um, and it's a wonderful material. It's kind of like nature's super fibre. Um, and certainly when you are doing washing, I think it's it's really, you know, making choices around, does this really need to be washed? Can I get another wear out of it? Um these sorts of questions. And when you are washing, making sure that you're washing efficiently. So maybe you actually wash less often, but you wash at 30 or 40 degrees instead of washing on cold. Um, these can actually make really quite significant impacts into how clean your clothes get. And if your clothes are actually getting cleaner when you're washing them, you're probably going to wash them less often. You know, I think we've all done a lot of washing where you pull something out and think, well, that didn't get clean. Mm -hmm. um, and is it because you're overloading your washing machine? Are you putting too much stuff in there? Or are you using the wrong detergent? You know, these are 
lots of decisions we have to make as consumers when we're doing our laundry. Well, I can see if I'm going to wash things less, I'm going to need to make use of the floor drobe a bit more or the third space in my bedroom. Absolutely. And I think that's a really, you know, I think it's a really important space um, is having that those clothes that maybe you don't want to put them back in the wardrobe because they're not quite clean, but can they be worn again? Can you wear them when you're doing chores around the house or you're putting on your other loads of laundry? Um, I think using that kind of third space of a floor drobe is really, is really important when we're trying to reduce our impact, which is, you know, a huge impact in terms of how much washing we do. Well, and some people are going to say, you know, what about if you, say, suffer from skin irritations? Are there caveats there where you might need to wash more frequently? Absolutely. And then and then that's what you need to do and be using a really, you know, using detergents that don't have fragrances, using those low impact detergents, um, making sure that you're wearing more natural fibers in particular if you have uh, skin conditions. They really help in terms of managing the microclimate around your skin and keeping you um, feeling more comfortable. Lots of texts here with hints, Rebecca. Uh, I wash my jeans when they can stand up on their own, says Nicholas in Newtown. Okay. DJP writes, I've been low wash for years. The golden rule is underclothes. Yes, change daily. Upper layers less frequently. Washing day is a breeze. Once a fortnight. P.S. Your best friend is deodorant, says DJP. And another says, I wash a lot less for environmental reasons. I hang my clothes in the wind often to refresh. I wash only in coal, which works fantastic. Exceptions for very dirty work clothes. And I wash with wash nuts. Much Much less toxic than all commercial powders, says this correspondent. There are some ways to freshen clothes, aren't there? Hanging in the wind, hanging in the sun. Are there other kind of sprays that you can use if there's just a little bit of an odour? I mean, I think I think hanging outside in the sun is definitely the best. You can also even try using a bit of steam if you have an iron with a bit of steam that can help clean as well. Um, I did read a little bit about, you know, there's people that put their jeans in the freezer. Okay. And there's a wonderful study that says that that absolutely does not work. <laughs> the most efficient thing to do is actually wash your clothes in a wash cycle. Um, when you're comparing it, that is the most and best way to actually re- remove bacteria as compared to freezing, which was the least effective, using a hot iron and um, hanging in the sun, so using UV light. Washing was the most effective compared to all of those. But certainly hanging something outside and, and exposing it to UV is a great way to refresh something in terms of cleaning it. You do have to be mindful, though, that your UV light will break down your fabrics. Um, it degrades oh. fabrics and certainly dies. So if you're hanging your beautiful black items in the sun for long periods of time, they will fade. So in terms of sustainability, we really want our clothes to last as long as possible. And certainly the less often we wash them and the less often we hang them in the sun, that will help. But if you are using something like those washing nuts, which I assume um, increase the agitation and sort of mechanical action in your washing machine, that will also break down your clothing and break down those fibers more quickly. So there's lots of things to weigh up. I think they're like soapy. They're like a kind of natural substance that gets soapy and foamy. So they're, ah. but yeah, you're right. They are hard. So they're like the dryer balls that you know bash your clothes into submission in the dryer. We're speaking with Dr. Rebecca Van Amber, an expert in sustainable fashion and a senior lecturer in the School of Fashion and Textiles at RMIT University. And I noticed this fascinating thing on ABC Every Day, the website there by Erin Lewis Fitzgerald, who's a wonderful mender and carer of clothes. She was saying that you can make a vodka spray and just. Have Hang your clothes up 
give them a little whoosh on the armpits with the vodka spray and that will help get rid of the odour. And some people say vinegar apparently can do that too. So that's one to try. Just before we finish up, Rebecca, I wonder if men and women react differently to the idea of low wash or no wash. I feel like there's a, a lot of kind of conditioning of women to be responsible for hygiene in the house. Do you feel like maybe they might have different ideas about this movement? Absolutely. And some of the research I was doing in preparation for this interview, I came across an article that suggested even though the washing machine makes washing more convenient, women still do the bulk of the washing and it actually doesn't, you know, it doesn't actually save a lot of time for women in particular. So that was a very interesting article to kind of come across and consider that, yes, this has made things more convenient, but it's actually not made a difference in women's lives because we still now we're doing more laundry than ever. God, cleaning fills the available space. I knew it. Rebecca, it's been fascinating chatting with you today. Thanks for coming in. Thanks so much for having me. Dr. Rebecca Van Amber from RMIT University, a senior lecturer there in the School of Fashion and Textiles. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.